Show podcast with your boy Kano the Don, the Vibe King, and man, we have special guests in the building. Man, man really don't need no introduction, man. But I gotta introduce him, man. I'm talking about one of the dopest videographer directors in the game right now, man. He comes on high demand. He actually made time to come and hang out with us on the Vibe Show podcast. It's my man, SS Films. What's up, my man? What's going on, man? What it do, man? What it do, man? We had some technical difficulties in the beginning, man, but we got it right now, man. Yeah, man, the microphone was tripping like they want me to talk to the people or something, man. I don't know what's up with that. Now, now you sound a little low a little bit. Can you can you raise your volume up just a little bit for me? I think because it's I think because it's being broadcasted through speakerphone. Can you hear me? Let me see that now. We gonna get it right. We gonna get it right here. Okay. How my love sound? How it sound a little better? Can you hear me good? I can hear you real clear. It's just like I'm my phone. My phone not giving me an option to. Uh, oh, we good. We good now. We good now. We good. Man, yeah, we good, man. We finally got it right, man. You know how it go, man, with this technical stuff, man. So look. Man, I just want to just, first of all, before we, man, get jumped off, man, I just want to just say thank you, man, for taking time out of your super busy schedule, man, to come and hang out with us today, man. Oh, yeah, man, most definitely, man, you know. I appreciate y'all having me on the show, though, most likely. Most definitely. Yeah. I appreciate the hey, opportunity. Man. This is this is this is huge, man. This is huge, man. You come on high demand. My email's been going crazy, man, for the last past two weeks, man. I'm talking about so many people, man, been been hitting up, man, excited about you coming on the show, man. So this is definitely epic right here. Now, sound like you cut out. I can, you can, I can hear you now. Yeah, cut out. I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I was saying that um, the emails, man, the emails been going crazy, man. Um, everybody's been really, really anticipating you coming, man, and um. I got I got a lot of questions and stuff from emails and stuff like that, man. It's just it's crazy, man. Man, that's what's up, man. I appreciate the supporters, man. You know, I, I couldn't I could have never built this without the supporters, man. So I, I really appreciate the supporters. Now, now I, I wanna um man, this is this is this is this is gonna be dope, man. I, I wanna go back to um the beginning, man. Can we start at the beginning of time with your career? Like how it always started. Yeah, yeah, like like from the beginning, man. That was actually one of the uh questions from um Charlotte, North Carolina, man. Um Stacy, she wanted to know um have you always had uh um the video uh vision or this was something that came um along the way? Man, that's a good question and uh that's a question I've been wanting to share with a lot of people because I get asked that a lot, but I dodge it a lot, but uh I think I'm ready to share and tell everybody like the story behind it. Oh, we get the exclusive. See that y'all? We get the exclusive, man. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I share the story where uh, you know, videos never was like something that I always wanted to do. It's not something that 
always had a passion for it. Like, my passion, actually, nobody noticed, man. Like, that's exclusive. Nobody noticed. Like, I used to rap before. I made over 200 rap what? songs. I used to be a rapper. Come on, man. Yeah, man. I used to be a rapper. I, I made over 200 songs. It was me and uh, my cousin, John Sam. He from... Uh, we from the same hometown, but we made a few songs, but it was like, I felt like uh, it wasn't going nowhere, and I was getting intrigued by, like, visuals, like, just music videos, and I'm like, I want to do this, but at the time, in my area, like, I'm talking about my area is Opelousa, Louisiana, that's where I'm originally from, from my area all the way as far as Baton Rouge, uh, Lake Charles, like, New Orleans, like it was really nobody doing music videos like that ceased to exist wow. in that area. Like that was something that was rare. It was only being done like in Hollywood or New York or Atlanta. So it wasn't being done for like uh, upcoming artists or like regional artists or like major artists that would come to the city and just make need production. So that was something wow. that wasn't done. So I kind of switched my career around. So wow. I was wow. interested in knowing how to do it, I and I had no clue. So just so everybody know, like, my whole film career came about with no schooling. I, I have no college degree in this. Like, I didn't take no classes. Like, I self-taught myself. So I just want to get that clear. But my uh, my video career is actually kind of strange. Like, uh, my girlfriend, which is my wife now, my girlfriend, uh, I bought her a future film camera one Christmas. And... That's when I got the idea. I was like, I want to try video, and this camera it was like, it it was it, it, it was, like it was just a basic, you know, still photography camera that had a video feature on it. And I think it may have been, it might have been like seven hundred and twenty p, seven twenty p. So it wasn't even all the way HD. So. You know you're talking over our heads. Yeah. No, so no. I mean, to the video people, to the video people that's listening. They understand that, but for the people that don't know, 720p is just basically like the picture quality, picture size. Like, so okay. uh, <clears throat> it was HD though. But so I got started on that camera, man. It was like I shot free videos. Uh, I tried everything. Like then I start charging, and that's kind of where it started. Like it started like so. My video career started from me buying my girlfriend a camera. And I took the camera and started using it for videos, and that's kind of how it kicked off from there. From a and a camera probably cost like a hundred and seventy-five dollars, so it, it wasn't even no over-the-top cameras to where I'm at now. But it was like it, that's just how my career got started because I I was tired of being a rapper and I felt like it wasn't getting anywhere. So I, I wanted to be the person that provides to the area, and I was like one of the first ones in my area to ever start video in that area. Like, and that's. That's the truth. Let me ask you this, though. Um, now, that right there, that's, that's, you totally just blew my mind with yeah, that right there. And, um, but what I, what I want to know is, like, um, as far as, like, so you, you say that you learned, you kind of, like, self-taught yourself. Um, that, that was even, even from the editing aspect as yeah. well? That was from everything. That was when I say self-taught, I'm talking about from writing out the video treatments for the clients to filming it, to finding the locations, to editing it, to coloring it. Like I do everything myself, and I taught myself how to do everything because I want to be self-sufficient with my business 
so I can like do every part of the field myself. So that's kind of like where I'm at now today also. So by me having those type of concepts coming into the game of being one of run every part of the visual creation for the artist, like, from start to finish. So, that's where I'm at. Like, I taught myself everything y'all see. Like, I taught myself that I didn't – this is no school, and what you see is what you get. So, everybody just getting the great side of it right now. Right, right. Um, and now, when, when you were dealing with um, – do, do you remember, like, the, the first um, actual video that you ever shot and the artist that you shot it for, or if it was an artist that – Yes, I of course I, I definitely remember that. So uh, the first artist I ever shot a video for, like uh, Dead Boy T, from my hometown, from Opelousas. Shout out Dead Boy T. My, Shout out to my cousin. You know what I'm saying? He my cousin, and uh, he was kind of the first guy I shot the video for. And and mind you, like this was not a great video at all. But at the time being that I was the first person to ever do this and this was something nobody had never seen. They couldn't understand how it was done or nothing. It created such a big wave in my hometown that it just kind of like that one video, I think, is the video that got me started because everybody was interested at that point to get a video or know what it takes to do a video. So that boy T really was the first person to give me an opportunity to stand in front of my camera and trust in my vision. Wow. You know, and from that man, it just been like it been like a you know it been a, it been a crazy journey. But I'm I'm proud of my journey. You know, I'm still on my journey. But that kind of like what sparked my career when that boy T agreed to let me shoot his first music video, and I didn't have a clue what I was doing. He didn't have a clue what he was doing, but I just had an idea. Right. So um, once you once you done that um. At, at what point did it did you start to structure the business side of it? So I started to structure the business side once I seen it was serious. Like when it became from just being like something cool to do and something that I was into and it became like what everybody's calling, everybody want a visual. People going to pay for it. People respecting the quality. People respecting the talent. So I had to I had to set it up and take it serious. I didn't form an LLC right then, but I was a sole proprietorship. So I was making money and still claiming it with the government. So one, the, the point of taking it serious is when the people took it serious. See, once the people took it serious, then I took it serious. And once I took it serious, the money is what formed and created the business. So it was really off the people, man. I I moved completely off the people. Right. Okay. Let me so let me ask you. Uh, I got a question. We live now because I got a lot of I have a lot of text messages coming through like on my phone saying that they don't hear, they can't hear, they're not listening. Are they subscribed? I don't know. That's 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 probably the problem right there. That's why I always get people to try to uh, subscribe because it puts them into that auto um, auto list, and they'll they'll get the um, they'll get a, a alert and everything, letting them know letting them know that we streaming. Now, that's cool. Now, we got listeners, so whoever on here listen, appreciate y'all listening, man. I got we got a lot of information to share with y'all. A lot of stuff that wasn't mentioned. A lot of stuff people don't know about. So. Yep. Appreciate everybody that's tuned in. 
I wanted to ask you too now. Um, so you 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 were self you self taught yourself, man. I'm, I'm just blown away by all of this, man. Just looking at where you're at right now. Um, so then you 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 took the business serious from that aspect based on the the the, the, the people. So prior prior to that. Um, you you were working because like you you provide for yourself and your family solely off of your business and your brand that you've built now. Before that, you were doing what? So before the business came about, I was working a uh, a regular nine to five job, you know, just something basic at a uh, this place called Tractor Supply. So it was a place called Trike Supply in Opelousa. You know, a basic job. They had me doing, like, manager, project management, duties, or shit like that. But it wasn't, it wasn't really nothing I wanted to do because I feel like I wasn't being paid. So I kind of, like, left that job and went work for uh, my wife's father. You know, God rest his soul. He passed away. But uh, I went work with him for a little while. And uh, I saved up some money. I saved up enough money to actually like buy some better equipment, some better gear, and that's kind of how I funded my business. So I kind of just took like the regular little basic jobs and saved up the money or whatever, and uh, and just used that to fund my uh, business. Right. Now that, that's 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 totally amazing. So. You 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 were working with um, a lot of artists in your area at that point. At what point did you start to um, expand out of your actual city? I'm sorry, it, it cut out. Can you can you ask that again? The phone had like the uh, thing had cut out or something. Okay, yeah, no no problem. Um, okay, so you 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 funded you funded your business and got better equipment. Um, from that point. And then at what point you, you were catering to basically your city at that point, you, you were the person that were actually um, shooting the videos and stuff like that over for, um, for artists in your city. At what point did um, your brand start to um, spread its wings and start to spread out a little bit um, to other places? Sure. Uh, when I, when I decided to, uh, well, my girlfriend, we, we, we made a big decision when she went off to college to LSU. We moved out to Baton Rouge, and we was there for, like, maybe five years. When I got to Baton Rouge, that's kind of, like, when my career really took off because from Baton Rouge, it was kind of, like, a good point to operate out of because of all the cities surrounding it and being close to New Orleans and, you know, just being a good, just a good area to be in because of the artists that actually came out of Baton Rouge. So being in Baton Rouge, I was able to film for a lot of different artists. Like uh, some artists, I, I can't remember their names. And uh, along my career, a, lot, a few Baton Rouge artists I filmed for like passed away. Uh, so Baton Rouge really was a good start for my career, just being out there and just being in, in that type of music, that culture. Right. right. And, and being in Baton Rouge, I was able to work with... Uh, a few uh, artists, regional artists, people that, you know, the city knew or just the surrounding areas knew. 
and that's how I hooked up with uh, a few of the badass NC members like Big Wayne, Moneybag. Met a few of these guys and was laid in the booth. And once I got led to him, that kind of like really opened up my career from that point. But it was just oh. basically just working my way through the whole local, regional market that led to that. But Baton Rouge was really the part what really opened up my career for me when I moved to Baton Rouge. Right. I want to ask you, too, because um, you are a a huge part of um, you are a huge part of Boosie's uh, visuals when he came home from his situation. Um, How was was that experience? Man, life-changing. That's what I can say. It was it was life changing, and uh, I learned a lot about uh, the music business, like working with Boosie. I learned a lot, and I just learned a lot like, about being with artists that had a reputation and recognition from the world. So it was a good experience, man. You know, I learned a lot, and I learned a lot of things that wasn't right, also. So, but overall, working with Boosie, like. I think that play a major part in my career today. Right. So you actually, um, how long were you? How long were you um, on the road with uh, with Boosie? Wow, uh, good question. So I could say I was on the road with, with him for probably like two years because the first year, like I toured next to him, so I toured straight next to him. Like I drove myself and. Uh, I kind of followed the tour. The second year, I got directly on tour with him. Uh, so two years, and I mean, I got real close with him. Like I moved in the house, like I was living with him, like I was his official camera guy. Like I was doing everything, videos, recaps, photography, like anything media-based, like I was in charge of making sure that we, you know, present that to the world correctly. And I did it in such a way that, you know, he benefited from it also, too, because it got a chance to show the promoters and the fans of, you know, what they can expect from his shows, to show his energy, how he interacts with people. So having these videos really gave him uh, him and his fans more insight to learn more about him. So it, it kind of, we benefited from each other. Right. Now, now do you think that, because um, I know at one point, it kind of got to a point to where kind of like visuals that kind of died down a little bit on the video scene or whatever um, at one one point. And then um, around that time, um, were you were you still um, going going hard in, at that point? Because uh, I'm talking about like when um, your uh, your 106 and Parks and 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 a lot of those. Um, video outlets kind of um died out when it started to elevate to another uh level um how did how did that impact you shit actually that helped like i could tell you honestly that kind of helped every content creator like that was actually doing this stuff around the time because by tv going out and all these different outlets internet was wide open like youtube was wide open and it was is a free based service, so it gave content creators and artists a chance to release and monetize and make tons of money off the videos. And it gave 
like independent directors and videographers coming up a chance to be seen and heard because of those online platforms that was being developed. So I kind of think that by 106 in Park and stuff closing, it kind of just opened the door for content creators by because that really was the birth of the internet. Right. Right. That, that, you know what, that, um, you just broke that down. That, that, that's, that's a whole nother view of, um, of looking at it, but that's also looking at it from, um, that side of the fence. But, you know, the regular consumer would, would look at it like, man, that's messed up. But, right. you know, and a lot of people down. grew up on it. You know, a lot of people grew up watching TV. That, that, that was kind of the only connection. So train for a lot of people transitioning from TV to internet, that was like a dramatic change. But, for most of us, like it was a good thing because I come from like a technical computer background, so that type of change was was actually a benefit for me because I I felt like I had a head start on how to control like a lot of the tools that was given at the time before analytics or statistics was available. You had other tools like other tracking tools, just you maybe had demographics or just showing which age groups was which was plenty back then like what they have now like there's so much tools available now like for any content creator like you could really get your work out there so right what was the um what was the well i got i got a question from um this is from florida from um nicole from florida um she wanted to know uh, what type of person is Boosie? What type of person is Boosie, man? I can tell you this, uh, man. Boosie is a good person, man. Like he got a good heart. Like he he really a family guy. He care about people. Like he really really do care about people. But he's just like any other person. Like he, when it comes to like bull, like is is no toleration. Like and that's with anybody. Like. If, if you push somebody, like, it's just no toleration that you never know what the response to get if you cross them. But as far as him being a great person and being a people's person, man, he one of the best people you can actually meet. Like, he he easy to talk to. And he, he, don't, he, he one of the most humble artists I work with as far as, like, having money and being a celebrity and having the big cars. And, like, that's really just a small part of who he is, you know? Outside right. of all of that, like you could you could walk up to this guy and have a normal conversation. You never know who he is if you didn't actually know him. So, so for anybody out there that's looking to meet him, like don't be scared to approach him. Just approach him in a respectful way. You're gonna get the same type of treatment. Just don't be on no crazy stuff because you never know what your response gonna be. Right. Now, um, Working with um, working with um, those type of status um, artists and celebrities and stuff. Um, how did how did you um, make that transition from um, being being in that type of environment um, to to a normal person? Um, it would be a major transition. But um, how did you how did you handle um, working with these these caliber of people? Like when you first started to work with people like that or whatever, were, were you were you kind of starstruck a little bit, or you kind of like was 
At first, at first I was like, at first, like I wouldn't say starstruck. Like at first, I was, I think it was more of a nervousness. I was more nervous than anything because I was more worried about like uh, how they would view my work or you know how they would compare me against other people in the industry or stuff like that. So I think I was more nervous. But then it it came a point in time. I think I think my transition occurred my second week like officially on the road with boosting i start looking at it more as business and taking it serious as forming relationships with like a lot of different artists a lot of blogs a lot of media people i start looking at it more as as a business and took the whole equation of fame out of it so when i took the equation of being them being famous and start looking at them as just a regular person just with they might have a little bit more money or their situation might be a little better than others. So that's how I look at those people. That's how I'm able to work with them. But most people can't do that. I see past the... I I learned how to do that early on in my career. So they respect my work. I make them respect my work. I don't look at them for their star status. I look at them as for, like, their reputation and how they is as a person, like, you know, besides of what the world see them as. I be knowing these artists, like, personally, besides what you see on TV or see on social media. Like, some of these artists I could call and have a personal conversation with about just anything. And that's how I like to build my my uh, re- reputation and relationships with those type of celebrities. Right. What would you... um? What would you say the difference between um, you and say other videographers um, in the game? This is a question from Mississippi, from um, Thomas. What makes you different? Yeah, uh, I didn't hear the I didn't hear the question. It went out as soon as you say Thomas, Mississippi. Uh, yeah, Thomas from Thomas from Mississippi uh, wanted to know what um, what makes you different um, from any other um, or any other video or uh, any of any other uh, other videographers uh, in the game right now. What what makes you different? He said because you uh, he see nothing but videos from you, and a lot of people want to work with you. What what makes you different? I think what make me different. Uh compared to a lot of videographers, first of all, is technical. Technically, I understand every piece of equipment that I acquire, meaning that I would know how it operates. I would know what to do when it fails. And second thing is, I don't look at a... I'm a director videographer that I don't take the time to watch others work. I only create off of the music that an artist would give me, and I create completely off of that. Every visual is completely treated for that song that feel that mood so i'm so in tune with what i'm doing and how i'm doing it that i don't pay attention to others so that's why my work looks different from so many videographers and i get so many people inquiring about filming but the filming process for me is is not easy process so but that's that's really why i feel like i'm different because of me knowing my equipment and having the mindset and the creativity to create something that was not was not possible at first. So, and that's how I go in every video shoot the same mindset. And I, like I can say, any videographer out there trying to come up or excel in the game, the best thing you can do is like learn your art. 
learn what you do. Learn how you do it. Learn what makes you feel good at what you do. Because when you start watching other videos, you start mimicking they were doing things and you never find yourself. So I find myself early on in my career. So, um, so you don't, you don't, in that regard, you don't, you don't really pay attention to, um, other, uh, other videographers work. No, no, I don't really watch other videographers work because I don't have nothing against no other videographers. The reason why I do it because I think like the way our brains is set up, if you constantly watch something that you really like a lot, you start to mimic that process. So in order to keep that level of thinking out of my head, I just don't watch nobody's work. I might put mines out and I might compare it to something or like watch other stuff that's like kind of in the same genre or maybe the same type of idea and see which ones look better. But as far as like formulating ideas and coming up with treatments, I don't look at nothing that ever been created it's strictly from how i feel from the music what i feel from like the frequency the tones of it like everything play a big part in the creation of the visual that the audience gets to see like it's more than just what you hear like and 90 percent of my visuals i create like the artists that give me the record and i create the visuals from scratch so 90 percent of the stuff y'all actually get to see is something that came strictly from my brain 10% might be input from my artist. Wow. How, how do, how do, um, like as, as your name, um, as your brand grows, how do, um, artists like, um, cause I mean, I mean, you've worked with Drake, you've worked with, I mean, so many big names in the game. Like how, how do these people um, get in touch with you? Do do it just is it is it a system, or how does that connection work? How how does one go from um, local artists to working with um, a list artists in the game? I think social media play a man. Listen, I think social media play a major part in it, and just me being such a sociable person and I travel so many places in and out of the country for film and I run across so many different people from so many different walks of life and these people be knowing people that know people like some of these connections I make be me running across a certain person that knew this person that hooked that up or social media where he's seen this and they did this and this happened so I, social media and word of mouth play such a big role in my career and like having like such a strong support system like I I can't mention that enough that's the support system I have online on my Instagram my Facebook and my YouTube channel I, I can't ask for nothing better like the way these people like repost and share and just raise awareness on the stuff I release like I, I, I couldn't be nothing without them like without my viewers and I want to say live on air man I appreciate all my subscribers on YouTube we just hit 50,000 subscribers I was in Atlanta when it happened and I want everybody to know that this week I will be giving away something free something uh, that's something that's dealing with the film industry the camera lens a backpack something that's going to help out a videographer so y'all just stay tuned I'm going to be doing a giveaway this week on my YouTube channel that's something I definitely want to announce. 
Definitely um, uh, keep us in the loop on that right there. We want to help with that process, with that promotion process on that, man. Um, I think that's I think that's a wonderful thing that you're doing. Yeah, definitely, man. I want to give back because I know there's a lot of content creators and a lot of kids that follow my channel that that just inspired to just want to do it. So I want to show them from them being such a good support system for my brand that I'm going to give something back to them. Like, and that's what that's something personally from me. Like, that's not nothing from no organization or no foundation or nothing. That's straight from SS Films company itself. Wow, that's 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 really amazing, man. Um, Robert from uh, Houston wanted to know um, how how Jay Prince in in person as a person is what he said. How is Jay Prince in person as a person, man? Jay Prince in person, man. That's a great businessman, great person to meet, definitely. Like just being in the room, if you don't gain knowledge, then that mean you just wasn't up for the right reason. Cause just a simple conversation, you'll be the you walk out that room knowing how to do something different or how to create something different. So, if you ever in a Prince of J Prince, the son, any other anybody affiliated with with that label, you're gonna learn something. You just gotta be open and ready to learn. Like it's a great experience of being around them. They really do a lot for Houston. They really do a lot for Texas as a whole. How was um. How was that um the Drake experience? How how was that? Uh out here in Houston? Yeah. Oh man, that was that was crazy, man. I, I, I haven't seen so much people at a concert in my life as I seen at a Drake concert. I, like the most people I seen was at a Beyonce. When Beyonce came to Houston, Texas, when I told you when I tell you she sold out many made she sold out Mini Maid Stadium like it was capacity. But wow. he was the only mega artist I've seen that can actually do that on that scale as far as rap and hip-hop goes. Like, just being in a rap and hip-hop genre to have that many people chanting your name is crazy. Like, it's something you can't even explain. Like, you can't even explain it. And I met Drake, like, earlier in my career. Like, early, early in my career, I met Drake in uh in Lafayette, Louisiana before. Like, this one, he was just coming out. When Young Money was just coming out, it was Kevin Gates. It was uh, Lil Wayne. And, I mean, I met these people a few times along my career coming up. Uh, I met a few artists coming up, too. I guess it was just all about being in the right loop, doing the right stuff, and just working for the right goal. You're going to run into all type of people along the journey, man. Like I said, it's just a journey. You just got to keep at it. Right. Now, um your um the the your, your worst experiences, um what what what's, what was some of the bad experiences um coming up in the game? Some of the bad experiences coming up in the game is uh I think gotta be like the people that get started doing what you do. Like, yeah. they, they kind of, like, sour the game. And what I mean by that, like, no disrespect to no videographer doing this. What I mean that is uh, if you come up in an area where you know it's a known videographer in an area that's actually, like, adding to the culture, not taking away from the culture. And if you're just starting, and it's cool to start your craft and go deal with artists that just starting. But when you start 
attacking artists that's popular and you giving them free music videos and these artists like they looking at a money value because the the, the game is twisted they look at a money value so they figure if the video is free then hey i'll do it but what that does is create such a saturated industry of bad videos that's like that's like the worst thing i hate about the video world right now that's why i try to be so different and that's something I still deal with ever since coming in the game up until now. That's something that I deal with. I think is even worse now than it ever was before because everybody buying cameras, everybody calling themselves directors and videographers, and nobody really have the skills or background or knowledge of what it takes to actually carry that type of title, you know? So that's right. something that I feel like is bad about my industry right now. Yeah, I, um, I, I definitely. It's a bad experience for me. It's a bad experience also because it hurt me, you know, because now it saturates everything around me to be looking low quality. So it kind of right. like make, it, if, if anybody, media or anything is looking at this area, if they see a full, uh, if, it's too, uh, if it's a full body of videos that's bad quality, then it make that area look bad. You see what I'm saying? Right. As opposed to if they come looking in this area and they see a lot of good quality videos, a lot of high production records being produced and recorded, like that's when the spotlight comes. So people just gotta understand how you know they might think they helping the industry, but they really hurting it because it's really degrading the culture. They're not like uplifting the culture by being creative with the artists. So as far as videography goes. You know, man, what, what, what's amazing about you um, is everything that you touch, um, I, I think that you are a part of making some careers as well because um, videos that you, that, that you direct, man, these, these people are actually hitting millions. millions oh, yeah. Of yeah, they hit um, millions in no time. Like, I just released... Uh... I released a video maybe a month and a half ago for uh, a popular Baton Rouge artist, Fred O'Bain. The name of it is called Ooh. That's the name of the record. And within a month and a half, we generated 6 million views on that video. I just released one two weeks ago with another uh, Baton Rouge artist, Tech. And we did 1.3 million in, in uh, 14 days. I got a few others. I got another one I'm about to release. It's probably going to do a million in two days. Like, it's just all about just being creative and, like, anticipating it. Like, when people, you know, the anticipation is everything. And when you're being creative and giving them something to watch, you get those type of results. What's what, what's what's the process, though? Um, what's, like, your, your, your creative process, like, once you actually get the project what what's the formula um if you don't mind sharing your your process um of creating the treatment like i know you listen to the music but like is there any more elements involved as far as like your your mental your relaxation your mental how you how you actually listen to the music oh yeah definitely man like uh I can say this to everybody listening. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't expect people to do this, but I smoke marijuana, so uh, that's kind of. And I don't do it just to do it. Like, it, it do a lot for me also. But I know when I when I listen to the music, 
if I smoke me a joint or smoke me a blunt or sometimes I really don't need it, but that's kind of like my go-to thing to get creative. The way I see the music is when when I listen to it, I listen for the story and I listen for emotion. I listen for the coldness, the raspiness in the voice. I listen for the tones in the beat. I listen for frequency and I can tell every videographer that uh, film, like, if you don't sit by water and write your visuals, then you missing out on the whole, you missing out on the whole euphoric feeling of what your brain can do. Like, I would say if you, if you smoke, you, you smoke you something. If you, if you drink, you drink you something. Whatever, whatever it takes for you to feel relaxed going in to the creative process. And if you sit by water or if you listen to like, uh, say for instance, like some soothing sounds when you write, man, your brain will be unlocked to something that you never ever thought existed. And that's how a lot, I write a lot of my visuals. I just dropped the whole jewel on them. I hope they was listening. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I, <laughs> I, 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 they were. Do you feel like um, with with your catalog and and, and um, ongoing catalog, um, do you feel that you receive um, the type of recognition that's that that's deserved, or if recognition is even a factor to you at all? Uh. I, I know I know for sure I don't receive no recognition at all because I don't work with a lot of big names like I'm talking about some of the biggest names in the game like that I don't even talk about till today but I don't work with a lot of big names a lot of major directors on movies and I don't think I got the recognition I deserve for the fact that I was like one of the creators in my area that that, that started this and being where I'm from. I'm the only person ever to come out that area to do something besides Deborah Henderson, which was a football player for the Saints. For the Saints, besides that, I'm the only person as far as musically inclined to actually reach this level and don't get recognition from my area. And not only that, not from the blogs. The only recognition I get from blogs is they steal my work. They don't tag my company. They cut out my logos because they know the content is good but and they wanted to grow their brand but they seem not to give me recognition so that's it been a it been like a big problem in my career but I learned how to cope with it and just keep doing what I'm doing and just like you know forget the recognition just please the people that that helped me get where I'm at which is the fans which is the people so I kind of quit worrying about the recognition and start worrying more about the people and like trying to please them and now the recognition is starting to come but I think I should have been had it because I didn't achieve way more than anybody could ever have achieved within the small amount of time I've been filming so it's kind why of you, messed up why do you think that um you think that, that that's so you think that's just a, 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 a generational uh culture curse or do you think that that's just people I think uh, I think it's people, man. I think it's all about that trendy stuff. I think being trendy is everything. Like, and people they uh, look over quality for something that's trendy. So, I think being trendy and clout, clout chasing, like what they call it, it's a big clout chasing, being a popular person, popularity and kind of like overshadow creativity and talent. So, if you're popular, like you don't have to be creative. 
you don't have to be talented. Like the world is designed now where you got to do something degrading or something humiliating to yourself online to be somebody. So, and because I choose not to do that and I choose to grow my brain and my company organically, I have to take the longer route. So, right. Do you think that, um, you think that, 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 that type of impact, uh, on the game, do you think that it's different? Do you prefer, in other words, um, do you prefer working with bigger name artists because the, um, the experience is more professional or it doesn't really matter? Or I tell you this, I, to be honest with you, like I, I can tell uh, all the listeners right now, like I work my whole career to work with like big artists, like, you know, just to be like, I'm going to be this director that came out of this small area and I work with all the biggest names and get access to all exclusive shows. And I did that, but I, you know, I did that for two years of my career. Like I traveled and toured everywhere. But the thing I learned about it is I prefer working with popular Instagram artists or popular artists online as opposed to major artists because what I found is I can get a, a popular artist that's buzzing online bigger than the major artists doing more numbers to get more comments coming in to pay me exactly, exactly what I want as opposed to a major artist. They feel as if you have to do it for them like because, oh, I'm major. Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, you working with me going to do that when they missing the whole point. It's a business. Like, you have to pay for this if you want to get what you want. So I, I, I found that in my career, it, it became a house of, like, working with major artists as far as trying to get paid because, like I say, it goes back to the videographers reaching out to these artists and giving them free videos. And when I say videographers, I'm talking about some of the, some of the good videographers that's in the same category as me. They'll reach out and give them free videos so they feel like they don't have to pay. And I don't like that because they the people that should be paying the most because right. they're in a position to pay the most. And because they don't, I choose not to film for so many majors. Like I've really been stopping shooting for so many majors and been concentrating more on the popular artists that's coming up in the game because they appreciate their brand more and they're going to spend their money and they got a more, they got a higher level of respect for what they're doing. So that's the artists I choose to shoot for now. And by shooting for those type of artists, you tend to break faster and things happen faster for you than trying to go work with a Rick Ross or a Wayne or a Drake. When you work with an artist on the come up that's buzzing online, you, you, you excel so much further than working with those A-list artists. Like, so that's a whole nother cheat code I'm giving everybody right now. Yeah, look, you really just dropped the jewel. You kind of got yeah. me looking like, uh, you know what, I, I I feel that because I kind of get that same thing, man. Like, um, you know, I reach out to uh, people people that I'm a fan of as well. And, um, you know, I, I, I sometimes I get, re I get response back and sometimes I don't. You know, and um, I, but I get response from people that, like you say, that is on the come up and got something going on or whatever. Man, they they hungry and they 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 reach back out. You know, and uh, we make that connection. Right. But it is. I, I get your interview with uh with Tech too. He with me as well, so I I I try to get Tech uh, interview with you as well. He a y'all hear that, huh? Yeah, y'all hear that. Is on the come up. I got Tech right here. 
Uh, I might let him say what's up to everybody right quick, just so y'all know I got tech with me. We actually uh, about to work on a music video tonight. Uh, we probably going to be in studio doing something, but I got tech with me. So I got, I got, I'm a surprise guest, but I got surprise guests with me. I got Rush Billy. Like, he on to come up here, he an independent CEO. He got his own label. He got his own clothing company. He got his own book. He got a list of artists. Like, you know, so I, I got two big people with me tonight also. Just because y'all called me, I made sure I had somebody special with me also. You know what I wanted to ask you too, man? Um, what, what, was the what, what was the experience working with uh, Quentin, man? With Quentin, yeah, I don't work with so many. I work with so many Quintons. I'm trying to think about which Quentin. Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that was crazy though. That was that was that was a crazy friend. Look, how how that happened was, I was actually just trying to be a a, a extra. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I was actually just trying to be an extra, but then I talked to like this guy that uh I used to work with in Baton Rouge, uh David and Chris. Like they brought me on set or whatever and I got to talking that I knew how to work cameras and stuff and a lot of these big cameras I really didn't know how to work. Like I just researched everything about them like i just knew so much about them like so much so much so much about them so and we was on set so we were just playing around we was getting a few shots getting a couple shots getting a couple shots getting a couple shots like just playing with the cameras and we got so many different shots so many different shots and then the shot with the blood that hit the cotton was a shot that i felt we should have gotten because of the dramatics on it. So it was about 20 or 30 different shots, long story short. They wind up choosing that shot. So wow. that was like a that was like a big thing for me at the time. I didn't wow. get recognition for it, but I mean it was it was a big thing. So I because I knew I kept the shot and like about 12 other camera ops on set no I captured the shot. So but you have to be listening to credits when you have a lot of film credits. So, like I said, the game just been – it's just been crazy my whole career, just how this just been operating. But I appreciate everything about it, you know, because it made me who I am. So, Right. Right. And you are – I didn't work on set a lot of the biggest movies that they see out. I didn't been on set of a lot of major movies. Like, just being on set and just helping out on set and just – being connected with these big directors and hearing these stories and like that just branded me to like become one of them like just wanted to like be somebody with a legacy somebody that people can appreciate so you've done, some, man. You done something on um transformers as well yeah so uh i didn't like same experience just went on set and filmed just was on set and i a lot of people don't know, like, a lot of these films, like, for instance, Transformers, Battlefield, Pitch Perfect, Twilight, like, a lot of these films was being filmed in the, between Louisiana and New Orleans, between Baton Rouge and New Orleans, and, like, a lot of small areas, because they got, like, a lot of production stages set up, and what a lot of people don't know is 
85 to 90% of those action films is completely green screen. Completely wow. green screen. Like, you'll be amazed. So, you'll be on set 20, 30 hours, and it's only one camera operator that's shooting everything. And oh, you, you just switch, you're switching out. Like, they building sets. They, build, they might build a partial set on top of the screen and have people swinging from cords or whatever. And that's the movie. Like, the... What what a power come in is computer animation and CGI. Like it's all about the the animators that create the real. That's what a real work come in on all these big films, which is something that I got into as well. Wow, you know what I want to ask you? I want to ask you about the um, I seen the uh, the clip with the uh, with the with the little monkeys or whatever. Um, oh, yeah. I thought creative and real dope was that your creative idea yeah so uh my boy uh rush billy who i was just who i just talked about like he had an idea to like put tanks in the video i was like man how can we how are we gonna put tanks in the video so he he's he came up with this place he was like where's well, this place here that rents out tanks so i was like man is this true can you drive them? can you shoot them yes so we got the tanks cleared then i was like man you know what I want to put some animals in here. I want to put some monkeys. He was like, how are you going to get some monkeys? I said, I'm going to get some monkeys. So I made so many calls around Houston and I landed the right person. And monkeys showed up. Like, simple <laughs> as that. <laughs> like, three monkeys showed up. And, you know, like, I had the monkeys. Like, they was friendly. And from there, it's like I've got access to any type of animal you can think of. Lions, tigers, giraffes, zebras, wildebeests. Whatever you want in your production, any type of live animal, I got access to it now. But those monkeys was pretty cool. And if nobody never seen that video, y'all need to check that video out. That video is a, a real nice video, 187K featuring Wes. It's a real, 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 real nice video. Never never been done before in the industry. You got live monkeys and tanks being shot in the video. Wow. You know, man... Um... I just, uh, I just. And the name, the name of it, I forgot to mention. The name of it is "Gotta Get Mine." One eighty-seven K and West go get them. Gotta get mine. Is the video if y'all want to see the video that he's talking about with the monkeys and tanks. Like it's a real nice video. Y'all can check it out. Wow, I, I love it, man. I love it. The visual was just, it was just the whole idea was crazy. Um, oh yeah. I wanted to. Um, to ask you, man, if um, anybody wanted to uh, get in touch with you or wanted to book you in any type of way or try to get a consultation or whatever, what's that process? Uh, it's simple, man. Like, I, I keep it simple for everybody. Like, and a lot of people might not know this, and a lot of people might click on it and be like, nah, they don't want to go through the process. But if anybody that follow me on Instagram at SSFilms with a Z, one word, SSFilms with a Z, if anybody that follow me, on that page, hit that call button. Y'all gonna get connected directly to me, and I'm gonna be the one answering the phone. Like it don't get no easier than that. Man, that, that is that is um that's amazing man, that you stay so grounded, um even at the level um, that you're on right now, man. That you still um you still remain humble. And, Definitely, uh, I think that's amazing. I do it all for my son, man. Like, I just want, you know, for my son, like, I want him to have it all, you know? 
because me growing up, I didn't have no dad in my life. Like my dad left when I was maybe one or two, so I don't even know my daddy. Like my mama did a lot for me, and because I grew up like that, and I have my own son now, like I'm gonna make sure that he have everything he need and provide anything he needs to make him be successful. So this film, this movie, these commercials, this advertisement, this consulting, all this stuff I do is I, I no longer do it for myself. I do it for my family. And I'm like, I'm living for him at this point. Wow. If you could, um, if you could drop, um, drop some jewels on, um, any up and coming, um, videography people or anybody that's interested in trying to get into this business or whatever, um, if you could say one thing to them or whatever, what would that be? Man, if I, one thing I could tell them is to just work hard, man. Like, you know, be consistent, like consistent, stay consistent at what you're doing and be your worst critic. Like that's the best advice I can give you. Like, if you stay consistent and just work hard, like, it's going to happen. I never thought that I would be able to shoot for any of these people. I never thought I'd be able to work on these movies. I never thought I'd be able to do all these commercials. I never thought people was going to ever trust me with their visuals. Like, trust me, like, giving me their money. Like, trusting my ideas. Like, and the reason they trust me because hard work. Like, I never gave up. Like, it was, it's time, you know, it's going to be time where you want to give up. Like, it's a lot of negative stuff come with it, don't, I can't lie. Like, it's a lot of negative stuff come with it, but I look at, like, the experience that I give the artist and the feeling and emotion that I give the viewers. Like, the artists get the experience and then the audience, the artists get the experience and the audience, uh, uh, it's just, it's just a nice situation, you know? Right. Um, and, to your um, to, to the people that are trying to um, do business with you and reach out to you or whatever, could you give them your social platforms? So anybody, so anybody, I don't know. I gotta look at it. So anybody uh, that's trying to get in touch with me, they can reach me on uh, SS Films with a Z over YouTube. It's the same thing over Facebook, and it's the same thing over Instagram. And it's the same thing over the website. Just is a dot com. It says films dot com. I branded that name across every platform, so I make it easy for y'all to reach my company and get the opportunity to get the same experience that you see everybody else getting. Wow. And to your um, and to your fans, um, if you can say a few words to them before we get out of here, man. I, man, I, we don't. We just don't have enough time, man. We don't have enough time, my man, because I still got so much. Like it's so much. Like my, you gotta come like back. Yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back with some special guests, man. Like they just gotta, they just need to get in contact with you and let me know who they want to see. Look at who I didn't work with. I can I can get anybody ever work with to speak if y'all want to hear them or whatever. Like it's not a big deal. But to my fans, man. I, my fans, man, especially to my fans, man. I can't like I can't thank y'all enough for what y'all did for me, like, besides, like, the artists giving me the opportunity to film it, like, I was able to create my own audience, my own group of fans, my own group of supporters that love me, that love what I do. 
not besides of the artists I work with because they come in with their own fans. They come in with their own supporters, but just my fans, the the people that actually follow me, that repost the work, that that send me all the different stories of how I changed their life or how I made them feel or, you know, the different emotions they get from seeing me on set and just being start from nothing to see where I'm at now and working. Like, those loyal fans you can't pay for them, you can only pray for them. Like, I want everybody to know that's filming, man. That anybody that's doing anything that you got to depend on a support system, just know you can't pay for them. You have to pray for them. And I, I, I really, really, really appreciate everybody that, like, a part of my career, man, because I got a mini movie coming out. Like, I shot a mini movie on For Y'all. And it's exclusive. I wouldn't even go mention this, but I just shot a mini movie for y'all in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta for about two weeks, and I got Schooly, which is two chains artists. I got Queen So Trish. She a popular artist. There's she got a lot of stuff going on. She popular over Instagram. I got Reggie Baby, Jet Wavy, Marley Tech. I got a lot of popular people in this film that's coming out, man, and. I'm going to be putting out a trailer in probably about two weeks. So that's the exclusive for y'all. So y'all be on the lookout for that. I'm going I'm to air it on my YouTube channel, and we're going to be going live. So y'all just make sure y'all tuned in to everything, man. There's a lot of big stuff going on right now, man. It's, y'all caught me at the right time, man. I'm like right, I'm right at that, that, good, that good, good stage in my career where it's like everything is happening. It's a lot of attention being coming right now, and there's just a lot of people that are just supporting what I got going. So... I need everybody to stay tuned for what's coming. And my fans, man, I'm going to show you all I'm going to give back to I'm giving back to the 50K subscriber. And then from there, we're going to do some type of giveaway to about 20 or 30 people. You never know what it's going to be. But it's a lot of big stuff coming on. We just really getting started. Like, it's been a long process. But now we got our foot in the door. We're about to bless a lot of people with what they're giving us. Wow. Man, I just... um. I just really want to take the time. Thank you again, man. From um, for me and the whole vibe team, man. We want to thank you for taking time to come back and and just show us all of this love, man. And I'm hoping that uh, we could get you back on the show, man, soon. Oh yeah, definitely. And for everybody that's still on the show listening, man, uh, y'all just stay tuned to the Instagram account. We will be shooting a video for Tech tonight. Y'all will get a chance to see exclusive behind the scenes of that. Like, work don't stop, babe. We do this 24 hours a day, 365. It don't stop. You got to grind. You got to hustle. Wow. Tell, man, hey, man, and you tell Tech, man, he, he, you got to get him on here, man. We yeah, definitely man. man. Yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm going uh, I'm to I'm see about getting him on there because that's a good look, too just for people to hear his story too because I'm pretty sure he got a good story to share too about how he became an artist and how he feel about being where he at in his career. So yeah. and make sure everybody check out Tech New Video Plot Twist. Like it's exactly what it sounds like. Plot Twist is a real movie. Y'all need to go check that out on YouTube. Right. Man, hey man, we gotta get out here. We got a lot of stuff to do or whatever, man. We're gonna get you back on here, man. I just want to thank you again for me and the Vibe team, man. And uh, I appreciate the vibe team for having me, man. Like we're gonna come back, man. We're gonna come back with a lot of stuff. Next time we coming back, we want people to be initiating and we're gonna be giving away free stuff live on air, baby. That's how we do it. That's it. Most definitely, man. This is Films and your boy Kano the Don. It's the Vibe Show Podcast. We out. We out. Later.